0: Hello, and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for May 15th, 2020. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. All right, we have two new videos up on the blog. The first one is from Wednesday's AEW Dynamite. It is Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker versus Kritz Statlander versus Penelope Ford, Uh, And the winner of this match gets a shot at Nyla Rose's AEW Women's Championship at the Double or Nothing pay-per-view in a couple of weeks. Now, with these kind of matches, timing is always a problem. I'm not a big fan of three-way and four-way matches. I think it's kind of a shortcut. And, um, I mean, we know that that, uh, Hikaru... Is the best of these four there's not even any question about it I mean I know they really want to push Britt Baker she's not good enough All right. anyway so um, what you run into with these type of matches is wrestlers standing around waiting for their next cue so the usual formula is there's a pin attempt and it gets broken up so with this uh, it's not a bad match it's pretty decent um, With this, uh, the, the finish had Britt and Chris on the floor while inside Penelope's fiance, Kip Sabian, grabbed Hikaru. And this is why they even have Penelope in this match so they can get Sabian involved, right? So she got out of that and then she pinned Penelope. Okay. Meanwhile, Britt had the mandible claw on Chris outside on the floor and that part of it was dumb. Because you have to be in the ring to actually win the match, right? So, what the hell are they doing out on the floor? That was stupid. So, anyway, Hikaru gets the title shot, and uh, Britt versus Chris will also be on the show. I, I just, uh, the match was okay, but geez, you know, get your act together with your logic. Anyway, included on this video is a backstage segment where Nyla. Finds Hikaru's kendu stick and hits her over the head. Now the match with those two, by the way, will be a no DQ match. um, And uh, no count out or anything like that. So I don't know why they just call it a false count anywhere or anything like that. So, uh, you know, I'm hoping Hikaru wins. I'm a little tired. I don't like Nyla Rose very much. She's too green for me. All right. The other uh, fight we, the other thing we have up here is from Wednesday night's UFC show. Uh, it is Sajara Eubanks versus Sarah Moras, and this is at uh, bantamweight. And I think we know the story behind this is that uh, uh, Sajara um, was on Tough Twenty Six for flyweights, and she couldn't make flyweight, so now she has to fight a bantamweight, and she's just not as good a fighter at bantamweight because she kind of loses her size advantage. Uh, she may be, I mean, hopefully she's turning things around because she's now training with Mark Henry, uh, in New Jersey and possibly it looks like Henry may have, may be able to turn her around. Sarah, uh, is from, um, uh, British Columbia, uh, Sechelt is how they, she's a North from Northern British Columbia. And she now trains at the UFC, uh, performance Institute in Las Vegas with her boyfriend and, um, you know she was in tough eighteen, so she's been in the UFC for a while, but her results have just not been very good. She makes too many mistakes and um she I don't think she's good enough to be in the UFC uh, at this point. and the thing with these two is they both need a win okay Sajara is coming off two fight losing streak. Uh, Sarah won her last fight, but she lost three before that. so uh you know you're not looking at top fighters here. You're looking at fighters who, uh, you know, have to win so they don't get released, right? Okay, so, I mean, I said on last week that the loser will probably get cut. Anyways, Sajaro won fairly easily. She, uh, you know, I credit uh, Mark Henry with maybe calming her down a little bit and uh, giving her a stronger game plan than what she's had in the past. Uh, Sarah just, wasn't she's she's not a striker really so if she tries and strikes with somebody like Sajara uh she's not going to win that okay so then she tries to take it to the ground and she doesn't have much luck with that either so i scored a 30 27 for Sajara and so did all three judges and uh i would like to uh, see Sajara against better competition cuz there's not much point in in having her uh, around if she's only going to be mid-card. So uh, next time I'd like to see her against better competition than uh, Sarah, Sarah. And then, you know, Sarah get released. Wouldn't it shock me. Okay. So now we have another UFC show tomorrow night in the same arena in Jacksonville. And there's two women's fat matches on the show. Uh, the first one, which is on the main card, is uh, at strawweight, Claudia Gedalia versus Angela Hill. So, um, you know... Uh, uh, Schwan Humes and I were talking quite a bit about, uh, Claudia on a recent, uh, podcast and, uh, you know, she is a, an elite fighter. Okay. No question about it, but at this point, uh, she's kind of underachieving at, um, at, um, in the UFC and she's had a couple of specific problems. Uh, she's had trouble with elite fighters. Okay. And, uh, she's had some injury problems. Like she just came back from shoulder surgery. Okay, Um, you know, so she's she's a very good fighter. Uh, She's also had issues with training. You know, she uh, for years, she trained at Nova Uniao in Brazil. And then she moved to Latrelle Yee in New Mexico and things didn't work out there. So she's now training with Mark Henry in New Jersey. And uh, she also owns her own gym in Philadelphia. Uh, So um, so she's a very good fighter. Um, Her big Achilles heel for me is um, her endurance. Now in her last fight, she beat a random Marcos by a unanimous decision. And she did this keep away strategy that Mark Henry uh, likes to teach sometimes that Katlyn Chikagian does it right. But um, she she uh, it turns out what the problem was is that she needed shoulder surgery. And so she went in and she had the the surgery. Uh, She had been she, she has been scheduled twice to fight and she just wasn't ready to to return so now she's ready to return so I'm very interested to see how she does here Uh, I uh, I don't think Angela uh, Hill is in her class so uh, I'm expecting a dominant performance from Claudia and if it's a close fight that's a big problem for Claudia okay because Angela's not not as good as her not even close Uh, Angela of course uh she trains at um alliance in san diego uh, this is her second stint in the ufc uh what she's become known for especially recently is um stepping in on short notice and and that i i listen that will keep her in the ufc okay i can tell you that right now that will keep her in the ufc uh but you know she's on a three fight winning streak but <laughs> claudia is a big step up in competition. Okay. Uh, the three fighters that she beat, you know, they're not even close. All right. Uh, she beat the Thai girl. Uh, her last fight was a uh, Lomalugunmi and she, you know, that's not even in the same neighborhood. Okay. Um, so, uh, on this one, I'm expecting if Claudia is where she should be. Okay. She should win in a dominant fashion. My concern is if she doesn't win that way. Even if it's a close fight, that's a big problem for Claudia, all right? So she better do what I say she does. (laughs) The other women's fight on the show is at flyweight. It is Courtney Casey versus Mara Romero Barella. Uh, Courtney has been in the UFC for a few years. This will be her first fight at flyweight. Um, Last time out, uh, her fight was canceled uh, because she had trouble making weight. And so, uh, and she got sick and everything like that. So she's moved up to flyweight. Uh, for me, she's a mid-card fighter, but I think she's the favorite here, and she should be the favorite. Okay, Mara Romero Barella is from Italy, but she trains at uh, American Top Team in Florida. Uh, I saw her in Invicta a couple of years back, and she came to the UFC in 2017 as a late replacement. Uh, if I recall correctly, there was a USDA, USADA problem with, um, who was it? Uh, Andrea Lee. Okay. And so she filled in, uh, she hasn't looked good in the UFC. Okay. That's the really, I think she's like, uh, uh, one and three or two and three or something like that. And so, uh, she has to show me something here. And, uh, I have a feeling that if, uh, Courtney wins this fight, uh, Mara may be, uh, cut. Uh, so that's, uh, so those, that, those two fights are on tomorrow's UFC show, which will air on, I think ESPN in the U S and TSN in Canada. And I think the first fight is on the uh, fight pass prelims. Okay. Let's talk a little bit of, uh, uh, let's talk a little bit now. Oh, as far as the UFC goes, uh, there, there was going to be a show next Saturday, the 23rd, it has postponed to the 30th. Okay. And after that, I'm not sure what they're going to do. Okay, I think there's a show June 6th, but we don't even know where that's going to be. All right. Okay, let's get to to the WWE. So as I said on Monday, um, um, Asuka, of course, won the um, um, Money in the Bank briefcase. And uh, then uh, they announced on the show that Becky Lynch would be appearing on Raw to confront Asuka. Now, when I taped that podcast, I, I didn't know, of course... Uh, that Becky uh, is pregnant, okay? We found that out later in the day. And um, uh, the, 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 what I talked about was her the possibility of her going to Hollywood, and that's still a possibility. But uh, uh, we found out later in the day uh, that she's pregnant. So uh, she shows up, she, show, she comes out on Raw, and she has the briefcase with her. And I guess what the uh, WWE just told Asuka to do is just to go out there. They didn't tell her to do anything. At first, she was angry to see her briefcase out there. And then uh, Becky calmed her down and uh, opened the briefcase to reveal the Raw Women's Championship. So apparently, uh, what she didn't know is that the Money in the Bank uh, match actually gets her the Raw Women's Championship. Not a, not a chance to, to challenge for it. But she didn't know that. And, um, you know, it's interesting that they had her win. you, you would think, well, why wouldn't they have a Shana or, uh, Naya win if they know, like they know it's for the belt, even though none of the girls know that. So it just shows me that maybe they have, um, a lot more confidence in Oscar than we think. So Oscar goes around and she starts celebrating and stuff like that as, as she's been doing lately. And then when she comes back, uh, she finds out that, uh, Becky is pregnant. Okay. And, um, and, uh, they didn't tell her that apparently she had no idea. So once she learns that, uh, Becky is pregnant, she's, uh, you know, she congratulates you. She's very excited. CM Punk on uh, UFC back on, on WWE Backstage suggested that maybe you have uh, Asuka hit her and turn heel and stuff like that. I don't agree with him on that. I, listen, I have no problem with what they did. I mean, the thing was, it doesn't matter if you turn Asuka heel. Fans aren't going to boo her anyway, okay? They love her, okay? And then and, and really, you have to understand, it really goes back to long before WWE. You know, fan a lot of fans have watched her in Japan, on, um, on YouTube. So fans just love her. Fans just love her. So I don't know. So I, I guess what they're going to do is, Oscar uh, Asuka versus Shayna at the uh, next, uh, uh, pay-per-view, uh, next, uh, I think it's, uh, in a couple of, in a few weeks, whatever the hell it is. Um, and, and I, I hope they give, Oscar uh, Asuka a decent run with the title. I, I don't really want Shayna to beat her, OK, and the thing there, the pro, I mean, I was actually surprised that Shayna did not win a WrestleMania. But uh, I think the general feeling is that technically she has the ability, but she's still green in other ways. And, and some of the stuff that she said on Monday's Raw uh, is really not heelish. It's more in the line of douchebaggy. OK, and so you have to, uh, you know, be a heel without being a douchebag. Okay. If that makes any sense. All right. So, um, now on NXT, on NXT, what we're going to have is, um, uh, it's probably going to turn into, they announced the next takeover show, which will be in June. And I think what we're going to see is a three-way match. Uh, next week they have Io Shirai versus, um, Rhea Ripley. And I do expect, uh, Charlotte Flair to get involved. And then it turns into a three-way match. So that's probably what we'll see. Probably what we'll see. Well, that's a way to get the belt off Charlotte and she doesn't lose, right? And then you can have Charlotte go back to the main roster and we might, who knows what she's going to do. They they have, they've gone back to the wildcard rule. So she may very well go after Bailey instead of Asuka. I don't know. Okay. All right. So... So that's in the WWE. Now, I have one bit of news that I wanted to, to uh, mention to you guys in regards to the UFC. And uh, people ask me this all the time. Where do you get your news? Okay. And one place where I get my news, uh, especially coming out of uh, Brazil, uh, I follow two guys on Twitter. that are definitely uh, breaking news all the time down in Brazil. Uh, one is uh, uh, Guillermo Cruz. Uh, of uh, MMA fighting and the other is uh Rafael Marinho of uh, uh the website Combat which is owned by uh, the uh, uh network down there that uh, shows UFC Globo and uh Guilherme reported yesterday that um uh, apparently uh Jessica Andrade is moving to Las Vegas and in fact not only is Jessica moving to Las Vegas but her entire team is moving to las vegas apparently uh, uh the, now her uh, team which is called uh, prvt is led by uh, uh gillard piranha and uh, apparently uh, Gillyard, uh met a um a brazilian guy who's opening a uh, gym in las vegas and they have uh, put together a deal to uh, uh, have him move his entire team into this brand new gym and so uh uh, Gilliard wants to do this in order to make it easier for, uh, any of his fighters to travel. Cause he has, he has multiple fighters in the UFC and, um, uh, he's, like I said, she's not changing teams or anything like that. They're just taking the whole kit and caboodle and moving it straight up to Vegas. Okay. So I expect this to happen, uh, probably once the pandemic thing is over. You know we need to get them all visas and get them landed and everything like that, and so it's going to be a permanent move to Vegas. And so once again, thanks to Guillermo Cruz for the uh, for the uh, um, news on that. Those two guys are definitely worth following. Okay, that's about it for day for today. Be back on Sunday with the uh, videos for the two fights from uh, 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 Saturday's UFC show. Uh, probably be back next week uh, with a. Um, with a, uh, a big topic in women's MMA uh, podcast. Uh, I haven't been able to do it because I've been busy with other stuff and I should be back next Friday uh, with uh, another podcast and uh, another podcast of this. So uh, again, don't forget to check out those two videos at Frank P three, one six dot If you have any com- comments or questions for my podcast, you can leave them on uh, Google Podcasts. I, um, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. So enjoy the fights. We'll talk to you Sunday.